Paul Rigger of Florida True Crime Podcast. I am your host, Karen Curtis. And on this episode, this is going out to all the parents who are sending their kids off to school because there's some things you should know about what goes on on college campuses. And this is a true crime story about a girl fight. And I'm bringing in my little cub reporter. She's my latest intern and just has such a bright future in journalism. She's beautiful. Juliana Caban, how are you? I am very good. Happy to be here. Thank you so much for joining us. You're an FSU student majoring in communications and media studies. You're an upcoming junior at FSU. You're heading off to school. You'll be there July 4th. Yeah, being there July 4th for holiday, obviously, and going back the third week of August. Are you looking forward to it? Yeah. With trepidation? Yeah, but I'll proceed with caution. Do you fear for your life? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, there's a good tease for what we're going to talk mm-hmm. about. Um, so, you're kind of like a hot, young Margot Robbie. That's what she looks like. Oh, so, you my get gosh. the theater of the mind here. That's what Juliana looks she like. She keeps on saying this, but it's <laughs> false. No, it's true. It's no. Really true. Anyway, um, so when you first went off to school, you live in South Florida, right? Yeah. Okay. And you went off to FSU, you went and you had some dear friends. Mm-hmm. Give a little background on your dear friends, and one of whom is named Lizzie. Yes. So, I went for the spring semester of my freshman year back in 2021. And classes, they were still virtual, but I, at that point, just wanted to get out of the house because <laughs> I was going nuts. From yeah. COVID, right? Yeah, from COVID. And there I was able to meet one of the first friends that I made in college. And for safety reasons, we are going to call her Lizzie. And I met this other girl who Lizzie introduced me to, and we're going to call her Anna. And throughout my the remainder of my freshman year, I was always hanging out with them. We made the best of memories. We did everything together. You went to Rolling Loud in yes. Miami. Yes. You ended up uh, going to everyone. I remember my daughter, she went to University of Alabama, and she was in a sorority, and some crazy stuff happened there. Oh, yeah. I mean, they've got, like, girl rules. Yep. Where yeah, someone, girl code. Girl mm-hmm. code. If you break up with someone, someone in the sorority yeah, you cannot can't, start. you can't date their ex. Nope. Yes. Off limits. So she's marrying said ex. This oh, what? No! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, um... Moving right along. Um, so you ended up going to New Orleans. My daughter did the same thing. I did. With the frat. With yes. the guy from the frat. But, yes. But the the girl that you met, and we're calling her Lizzie, she's a pre-med student at mm-hmm. FSU. She's a very bright young woman, would mm-hmm. you say? Yes. You thought, wow, you I, know? Y- yes. She was by far one of the smartest people that I knew. Okay. So give us a little background on what happened. What What is her kryptonite? boys right Mm -hmm. so um two weeks into our friendship we decided to do the crazy things that college students do and sign a lease at an apartment complex at the cheapest apartment in tallahassee and it sucked because the apartment was just a mess but still we had so much fun but during that time that i was able to live with her Um, I just noticed things that would come in waves and it would start with her room and over time she would just become more and more of a messy person she used to be 
she used to be super neat when she first moved in. She was so organized, so put together. That goes the same as well for her studies. And just over time, I just noticed her room was disintegrating. You there said were, it was like hoarding. Her her closet, her, the door to her closet was broken down, and there weren't there weren't any hangers. All of her clothes were stacked in a pile on the floor of the closet. And she was so messy to the point of where she had four-day-old meals scattered in her room. And it was just disgusting. And what do you think led to this deterioration, spiraling of behavior? The total amount of time that I was able to know her, she dated um, three guys. And the bare minimum amount of time that she would date them for is two weeks approximately i would say and every time that uh they would break up it would always be the boy that would end up dubbing her and when that would happen she would just go into a rampage and she would spiral out of control she would get super depressed she would even go as far t- as to threaten suicide. Oh. Yeah, one time uh, back in October, uh, she was... So right outside of our window, there's a ledge. That's a water collector for the apartment. So she was lying down on that ledge, like talking to her mom, just crying her eyes out. So I... On the phone. Yes. I, I mean, I, I was sitting next to her the entire time because I, I didn't want her to kill herself. Right. Yeah. So, so the mom is there yeah. to kind of be the soother and the yes. enabler. She, yes. she, she flies home every once yes. in a while, right? And take note, every time something like that happened, she would always end up flying home hours later. Okay. So mom's there to help. Mm-hmm. But um, she's very smart. Uh, but she doesn't seem to have any self-awareness. And she seems to have massive anger issues. Mm-hmm. And she's in mm-hmm. massive denial, and there's a lot of paranoia mm-hmm. and jealousy mm-hmm. from what you're telling me mm-hmm. about her. And it all stems from an event. And I'm not trying to run her up the flagpole or trash her. It's just that when we talk about red flags in people, mm-hmm. there are major red flags that cannot be ignored. And yeah. these are all red flags that came up for you. Mm-hmm. So what happened that led up to this behavior when she kind of... Um, she basically called you a, a whore. <laughs> so um, back in November of 21, she ended up meeting this guy in this frat. And uh, they didn't date, but she would refer to it as, you know, that they were in a relationship. Uh, she would always call him her, like his, her boyfriend. Yeah, explain that because yeah. you're saying yeah. that you, you, that's like a no-no. Yeah. You don't so, say that. You say you're just talking to him? Yeah. <laughs> so all, I mean, all she needed was just two, three days minimum. And then she would immediately say, yeah, this is my boyfriend. He's my boyfriend now. But I don't know. It's that's really... like the death to a relationship. Oh, I mean, and I honestly, in college, if you, if you barely know a guy, if you've only known him for two weeks and you immediately say, Hey, so where are we going from here? What's this relationship about? They're going to be like, uh, 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 I don't know. Uh, what? <laughs> Run, runs away. No way. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so you just basically say that you're not dating, you're talking. So, 
yeah, that's typically how things would go for people. But with her, she would automatically just assume to skip to the next step and just go like right there. Okay, so she works at night at the hospital mm-hmm. as a physician assistant. Yes. So one time she's at work and you're yes. with at the front. So she actually introduced me to this guy that I was talking to and she also introduced my friend Anna to this other guy and both of those guys were in the same frat of the guy that she was dating. So, or talking to. Yes, or talking to. So one night... um. The guy that I was talking to, he invites me to the strip, which is the big hangout in Tallahassee. Everybody, yeah, everybody knows what it is. Which is kind of sketchy. Yeah, it, it's a sketchy it's, area. It's in a sketchy area. And just let me preface it by saying it's really hard to get kicked out of the yes. strip or to get yes. blackballed from it or yes. trespassed yes. from the strip. Yes. So um, I go to the strip and I invite my, my friend Anna and she invites the guy that she was talking to. So we go and uh, the guy that I'm talking to, he brings a group of his guy friends. And among that group of friends is the guy that Lizzie was talking to. So at around 1.30, 2 in the morning, he ends up ordering an Uber for the six of us. And we end up returning back to the to the frat. Okay, so that's the name of the uh, podcast, yeah. the FSU Frat Fiasco. Frat because Fiasco. There's a lot of frat fiascos, but yeah, well, I'm I'm sure... If, this if is the people one. I'm talking about, and yeah, who knows? Maybe they will. So, so <laughs> Lizzie is at work, and instead of like, you know, caring for patients, she's on her phone, mm-hmm. blowing up mm-hmm. her boyfriend's so, phone. So we're all um, in a random room of a brother, and we're all talking at like three in the morning, and all of a sudden, uh, the guy that she was talking to starts bawling his eyes out. Whoa! Yeah. Like I've I've never seen a guy cry in the manner that this guy was crying. His his face was just and you're like blown what's up. wrong, right? Yeah, and all of us we were we were just saying, oh my god, are you okay? What's wrong? Did something happen? Like I I thought we were to death in the family or something. So he just says, I think my girlfriend is breaking up with me. Oh dear. Yeah. So he his phone starts blowing up with messages of just question marks. Oh. And it's just question mark, question mark, question mark. Where are you? What are you doing? Who are you with? Okay. And so this is unusual behavior, yes. obviously. So he ended up telling her that he ordered all six of us an Uber. And then she immediately said, what? You cheated on me? <gasps> So she jumped from A to B to C. Yeah. To Z. Yeah. So because all With six, you, yeah. she's alleging that yes. he's cheating. So because of that, she is falsely coming to terms that my friend and I had this alleged affair. Oh, a menage with a trois with him. This, yeah. And I've uh, uh, never heard of that. Oh, yeah. Well, that's fine. No. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. It's French for... Oh, a threesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Menage yeah. Oh. Anyway, so she alleges that, and this is directly yes, where yes, her mind goes. Yeah. That's automatically what she comes to, and she just goes into the stage of anger. So immediately after he told her that, she she says, oh, my God, you're cheating on me. What are you doing? Why, why'd you do that? And then she blocks then she, him. Yeah. So she blows up his phone again. She calls him 30 times, and then she ends up blocking him because he 
wasn't answering. Now, how do you know when someone's blocking you on a phone? Once, when you know that someone blocked you on the phone, so if you're texting them, the messages are going to turn green. Okay. Or if if you call them, it's immediately going to go to uh, voicemail. Okay. So she's blocking him. So this, in your mind, you're living with this person, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. she's basically uh-huh. come unglued, untethered, uh-huh. unhinged, uncorked. Uh-huh. So you're afraid to go home? So at three in the afternoon the next day, my my roommate, she ends up calling me saying to get run as fast as you can back to the apartment now and i'm just saying what's going on oh my god did did someone break in because lizzie's announcing some major stuff on social media and she she said that lizzie posted a picture of lighter fuel and eggs on her snapchat story oh dear and that she also took a video of her throwing eggs (laughs) at this poor kid's Car okay, so that's crimi- and his apartment. That's criminal mischief. Yeah, and she's documenting of pro- of it on, yeah, yeah. on yeah. social media. Yes. So when she posted the lighter fuel, I thought that she was gonna burn my apartment down. So I immediately I I sprint I I run and I open the apartment door and I look right next to me and there's a giant hole in the wall. Oh my goodness! Yeah. And what are you thinking? Someone put their fist through. How can? Oh, my that's bad. right. Like how how can someone just like punch a wall like that? I well, don't know. What the door crazy. slammed open yeah. and the doorknob yeah, went into the drywall. I, yeah, I looked at the shape of the hole and it looked like someone slammed the door into the wall so hard that it it broke the wall and it made a hole. And I looked on the ground and there was glass everywhere. There and there were flowers and there was water because she ended up throwing a glass vase full of flowers onto the floor. Okay. And uh, I just asked my roommate what happened, what's going on, and she's saying that Lizzie's going through a psychotic breakdown. Oh dear. Yeah. So and she, she's not on any medication that you know of. She's not no, diagnosed with anything. No. Okay. No. So we're not diagnosing either. We're just giving you the facts. Yes. So she ends up telling me that Lizzie was currently at the frat, protesting to her boyfriend, and in front of. 50 brothers you know she's she's making a show she's she's performing her her final act okay. for everybody okay. and she's just saying she she was just saying why um he should take her back that you're never gonna have someone as crazy as me if you take me back I won't be crazy well and he kind of likes the crazy yes so and they get back together Eventually. Yes. But the, the the thing, the underlying thing that you need to tell is that she's actually cheating on him. Yes. So the entire time that she was with this guy, and if you, if you want a little bit of like a background image on what this guy looks like, think of Chuck from the Goonies. <laughs> oh, neck. Are you no interested neck. in this guy? No. Is he attracted no. to you? Would no. Would you ever date him? No. Would you ever have a no. menage a no. trois? Okay. No. All right. No. So that's... That's where that stands. Yeah. So where was I? Well, he she was having she was oh yeah yeah. Without. So the entire time that she was dating this guy, and note that prior to this whole incident happening, we ended up going to New Orleans, and the the entire time that she was there, she had made a plan that she was gonna immediately 
break up with him as this soon was, as she would get back. This was the frat party. What is it in New Orleans that they have? Uh, frat formal. Frat formal. Yeah, yeah it's, my daughter it's went there. Yeah, it's their once a year thing that you know every college girl yep. aspires to go to. to and so to she's. Nola. Yeah. So she. So okay. So Nola and she and she's gonna blow him out after that. Yeah. So she she achieved so her goal the entire time. She was cheating with this guy on her ex, who was also in a frat. At FSU? Yes. So. Little pot calling the kettle black there. Yeah. All right. So. All right. So. You're, this, you're at home now and she's over at the frat. Yes. Doing animal house yes. stuff. And yeah. Now what? So we're, we're on Snapchat and we're tracking her location and we immediately see like her bitmoji move oh. towards our apartment. And we're like, oh no, oh no, we got to go. We got to go. So, um. We're just we're thinking of what to do because we don't we don't know if she's gonna attack us or something. So she unlocks the apartment door and she comes in and she storms into him and she slams the door and she's in there for fifteen minutes and she's crying her eyes out, talking to her mom. On the phone. Yes. And we're in the living room the the entire time and we're just waiting for her to come out to try and talk to her and see what what happened because we didn't understand. You haven't, right. You haven't heard yeah. her side of it. Yeah. So she comes out and I say, Lizzie, what's what's going on? And she says, you're a fucking whore. You're a fucking slut. You're a fucking scamp. I hope you fucking die, you fucking bitch. And then she sushi. She grabs my sushi and she throws it on the floor. A drive-by and sushi. This was, this was $19 sushi. Yeah. This was yeah. a gas station. I just, I just got a really good grade on the test, and I was treating myself to sushi. It wasn't like gas station it sushi. It was not, no. From, from Wawa. No. So, I mean, obviously this had me and my roommate shocked. So we decided to go to the um, management of our apartment to basically beg them to transfer her into different... So, apartment. So instead of calling nine one one, you're thinking, yes. let's just do this yes. now and 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 go to management yeah. of the apartment yeah. complex. Yeah, because we were thinking that if we did end up involving the cops in this, that it would just escalate even more. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Every action has a reaction. So says Einstein. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you're you're in the manager's office, mm-hmm. and what happens? We're in the manager's office, and we're telling them the entire situation of what had happened. And all of a sudden, I hear, like, a door slam open. And I just, I hear, like, like someone running to us. And it's her. Oh, gosh. And she, she ends up going, so, are you guys talking about me? What's going on? Huh? What are you guys saying? What are you guys saying about me? Am I that popular? Huh? She starts saying all this random stuff. And keep in mind that it was, it was family weekend. So there, there were adults there. Oh, you know, again, like the mothers self, the and dads. Lack of self-awareness. Yeah, and she apparently loses it, right? Yes, in front of all these people. Yes, and you had your phone. Yes, rolling. so I ended up recording her big meltdown. You're trying to leave the room because y'all are dead to me, and I'm never speaking to you again. You are the reason why us broke and broke up because you're whores. You broke. So I didn't, because you're a slut, dude. We broke up because y'all two. So, 
Just let yeah. that sink in for a moment. Yeah. She's really irrational there. Yeah. That's scary, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. So that happens. And then does that she, happens. she gets a new place or what? Yes. She ends up moving out two days later. And um, around, I think, 13 days after that, my roommate, she comes back from the supermarket. She's walking up the stairs. She opens the door. And she looks to her right and Lizzie is coming out of the apartment. That's 20 feet away from us. Oh, my goodness. Across from us the entire time. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. Then what happens? Because okay. this isn't the end okay. of the altercation. Yes, she, yes. Still, she still thinks yes. that you slept with her boyfriend. Yes. And she's basically telling all of our friends that we had that, what did you call it in French? Oh, menage toi. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Now, I do know that she eventually alleges that you were bullying her online. Yes. And that you slept with her boyfriend yeah. and that you attacked her. Yeah. I mean, she to be was, fair, this is her perception mm-hmm, of what was going on. Mm-hmm. She was trying to tell everybody that I had attacked her, that I was being violent with her. So that incident happened back in the end of February. And I hadn't seen her for a month, and this was in March. But March 31st, my friend asked me if I wanted to go to the strip. And I said yes. And turns out the guy that I was talking to said that he was also going to the strip with a group of his of his guy friends. So we all ended up walking, going together. This was on a Wednesday night, and it and and on Wednesdays it can get a little bit sketchy because the strip it's it's in a sketchy area. Sure. So you gotta you gotta keep your eye out sometimes. So we walk into one of the bars and we go onto a podium, and I'm scanning the room. Like ever since that incident happened, every time I would go out, I would always keep watch. And I I noticed you always you even knew where the exits were. Yes. Yeah. Spatial awareness yes. because you're worried yes. about this girl yeah. showing up. Yeah. So this bar that we walked into, I'd say it's 30 by 30 feet. There were at least 200 college kids in there. And there were three exits. There was one on the right. There was one on the left. And there was one towards the back. And we were, we walked to the podium that was across from the left exit and I was scanning the room and all of a sudden I noticed just 15 feet away from me is Lizzie and she's staring me down like like Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> yeah, she her eyes, her her eyes, there's they're just wide open. And five seconds later of her just looking at me and during during this time, I was just thinking to myself, oh, my gosh, I got to go. I got to run. So I, I grab my friend and I'm walking off the podium, like speed walking, and then she runs up to me and she has a drink in her hand. She dunks it on my face and she grabs my head through my scalp and she throws me onto the ground. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Off and a podium, you yeah, broken this, a hip. This was on a podium and I'd say it was about two feet elevated from the actual floor. So I obviously broke my fall with, with my legs. 
But if I didn't, I, I could have gotten a concussion. All right. So you go up to yeah. Michael Malafronte. So, He's the officer. Yes, you went yes. to a police officer. Yes. And so, he reports in his police report mm-hmm. about the incident. On this date, I was working a special detail at this strip. And while working this detail, I was approached by the victim in this case. She stated that she was just battered by another female inside the establishment. Yes. This was witnessed by her friend, and they have the name of your friend, stated that the female threw a drink at her, grabbed her hair, threw her to the ground, and she took me back inside the establishment to point out the female. Yes. He says, I made contact with the security guard, the bouncer inside, and went with the bouncer to find the female. The female was later identified as... Lizzie. Lizzie. And once the bouncer made contact with Lizzie, he asked her to leave and began to escort her out. Once they started to walk out... Lizzie saw you, the yes. victim, and charged you, and you recorded it on I your did. phone. I did. Here it is. So, <laughs> she charged you and kicked you and tried to punch you, and this is according to the police report, yeah. and then pushed and shoved you to the ground. Um, Lizzie did this right in front of the officer, he says, yeah. as he witnessed the battery. The bouncer picked up Lizzie, removed her from the establishment, and once outside, she was placed in handcuffs and detained in the rear of his police mm-hmm. vehicle. Now, she denied that she spoke with him about the incident, and she was qualified and issued a NTA, which is a notice to appear, mm-hmm. for the battery at that time. She signed the notice to appear and was released without further incident. She also trespassed. She was also trespassed from the strip at the request of the management. Explain how hard it is to get trespassed yeah. or kicked out of the strip in Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. So um, She was if- told she couldn't come back. If you go to Florida State and you go to the the strip, you will know for a fact that fights break out all the time, I'd say every 15 minutes. And whenever, you know, fights break out, it's normally with guys. And yeah, the bouncers get involved and they just, you know... I mean, you have to be pretty bad to be trespassed. Because it says if she showed up again, she would be subject to arrest. And she stated that she understood. Yes. So... Um, these fights that happen at the strip, they're normally with males and only bouncers get involved. And the thing that they would normally do is just remove them from the strip and ask them just not to come back for the rest of the night. Yeah, but not trespass them. And prior to that, prior to this incident, I've been to the, I've, I've been to the strip a lot of times, like through my freshman year to my sophomore year. And I, I had only seen an actual arrest being made twice wow and it's a really it's so rare it's so rare that someone gets arrested so she's arrested um for battery touch or strike and it says committed on the police report and the case status however says arrest case closed now she did appear before a judge you don't know what happened I don't know what happened. But you went to the university as yeah. well. Yes. And she, I have seen portions of the testimony in another 
way that I was able to access it. And she's basically saying that she has no police record, no arrest record, and that you yes. were the attacker. Yes. And that you took her boyfriend, yeah. who she's now still yeah. dating. Yeah. So I mean, she tried to paint me as as the attacker. She tried to make Florida State think that I was the one that attacked her both times, even though I had a police witness testimony. I had a video. They had body camera footage because it says on the police report that his body camera was on. So I'm 100% positive that they ended up showing that footage in court. So what did the... What did FSU end up doing regarding this case? So I reported it to FSU hours later after the attack happened. And um, prior to that, I had placed a no contact order, which basically means that she can't have any kind of contact with me throughout the the rest of my time at Florida State. And obviously she she broke that. Right. And there, there are supposed to be charges pressed if you end up breaking a no violation a like no she contact could be kicked order. out of school right she's so, in pre-med so because of the attack because she was arrested because she got battery she was given disciplinary probation she has to go on anger management and she has to write two essays on the seven steps to making better decisions. But then she called the cops on the boyfriend. She broke a bottle so, and, and there's so, blood on the bed and glass. So one thing I forgot to mention is that ever since then that they apparently broke up, they've been on and off in what I know for a fact to be a domestic violence relationship. And it's yes, her allegedly battering him. Yes, yes. He's been seen I know, exiting the frat. I know. Well, she's not allowed in the frat. Yeah, no. Sh- so after the yeah. first incident back in February, she was blacklisted from the frat. And keep in mind that prior to that, she was blacklisted from three other frats. Okay, so she's got trespassed from the strip. She's banned from four fraternities. Uh, she's also banned from your apartment or anywhere near you. Yes, she got banned from her sorority. Because of the entire incident okay, so that happened. so she got kicked out of her own yeah, sorority. Yeah, she got kicked out. And she's got a warning from FSU. Yes. And disciplinary probation basically means that if you violate one more thing on student conduct, then you're at high risk of getting suspended or expelled. And you said that this boy she talks to yes. uh, was leaving so, a frat with bruises on yes. him. And he's been cut. Yes. And she broke a bottle. The, uh, my friend and she, she called the 911 yeah so my friend she continues to date this guy that she's been talking to ever since um march i think and and that guy is this the other guy's best friend and she tells me that he walks out of the frat with cuts and bruises on his on his face on his arms on his legs that he his apartment is trashed all the time that she verbally abuses him in public in front of his brothers and basically his his frat they they kicked him out from living on the house because 
she's a danger. She's a well, threat. She went in there and broke his glass coffee table after yeah. the March and event. So I found this out a week ago from my friend that they had gone to a bar and on the the walk back, she was grabbing glass bottles and throwing them at him. And she did this the entire time until the walk back to the house. And when they were in the apartment, they had some kind of argument. And she started getting glass bottles scattered around his room and throwing them at his face. So this is red flag after red flag after red flag. You're heading back to school. Um, I hope you don't run into her. I really hope I don't. And yeah. you're going to update us because yes. this could be part one of a multi-series podcast. Um, this is something that should, if you're a parent, you need to talk to your kid, bef- male or female, mm-hmm. before they go off to school to be careful um, about talking to other people yeah. <laughs> and dating because it can, especially when alcohol is involved. But, you know, these it's the first time these kids are away from school or from home and things start to unravel for them yeah. obviously they're exposed to multiple to everything at once right and it gets overwhelming yes. and things get out of control and this is really scary so I, I just worry for your safety I hope you're okay and I thank you for sharing this we'll keep on keep track of this and hope that your junior year begins uh very very safely and calmly yeah at florida state I'll university have pepper spray with oh, that's me right you have pepper adults spray. yeah i have a, a taser and i have pepper okay. spray good yeah good 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 yeah well thank thank you so much for joining us on full rigor i thank really appreciate it me. and we'll get an update from you very soon hopefully it'll be you know good everything's fine yeah. and we don't need to do a second episode yeah hopefully thank you all right that wraps up this episode of full rigor thanks for listening until next time